Good morning, everyone. Hope you had a good night's sleep and a refreshing early morning practice. Today, I wanted to continue offering some options for how to work with these kalesas that might come up, defilements, as I was talking about last night. I mentioned that when they arise according to causes and conditions, they will sort of fill our minds. And, you know, we get caught up in them. It's another word for clinging, identification. The lostness, the enchantment. And it's suffering. (laughs) And we do. And sometimes because they do fill up the whole mind, heart system, chitta, we can take, might take us some time to forget, uh, to remember, to practice with them. They're so compelling <laughs> with their accompanying movies and stories. So, um, you know, we've been basically offering various ways to remember, to wake up and practice with whatever is happening, and then ways to meet these difficulties um, through you know, mindful investigation we were starting to work with yesterday, the beginner's mind, what is this, allowing the experience to reveal itself and meeting it with the various heart qualities, depending on what it is. Those beautiful, the, the pleasant, pleasant states of mind, meeting with appreciation, joy, metta. You know, as yesterday afternoon, Dave guided us. If painful, meeting with compassion, non-resistance, finding our way toward curiosity, if possible. So various ways, and I encourage you to find which work for you, you know, to, uh, to best find your way towards, you know, a, pr- a productive, constructive relationship to your experience uh, that develops, helps you develop understanding. Um, of course, the continuity of mindfulness is key. So ways to open up this space, ways to work with these kalesas. I'm going to offer another perspective today, maybe about stepping out of the, the being, learning how to step out of being drowning, drowning in our experience, drowning in our mind stream, and viewing the flow from the bank. Or, maybe more accurately, having a raft that we can get up on and navigate. You know, it's said that the Dharma is like a raft, one of those wonderful similes of the Buddha. Like a raft 
that we that takes us to the other side, that takes us to the other bank of freedom. And uh, so I like that simile because it is, it's like, it really is to me, it feels like stepping out of being embroiled, entangled, lost in, carried away by, compelled by the stream of experience to surfing it, surfing it, having a surfboard, having a raft, having a different perspective on it, space, and we're not drowning anymore. We're seeing it. We're able to respond wisely when we see. You know, and, the, and in practice, it's kind of like, it's not like we're on the We sort of keep falling off. Falling off the raft, getting caught up again, and then remembering there's, we got it, we finding it again, finding the raft again, climbing up, getting up, riding a while, falling in. That's it. That's the practice. We should expect to fall in. <laughs> but uh, learning to swim, you know, learning to find our raft. So there's a particular very simple meditation instruction that, that has been helpful for me uh, in navigating this stream. Very simple. goes like this. Let go of the past. Let go of the future. Let go of the present. So that we could work with this today, or I invite you to, if it resonates with you. Letting go of the past. Um, We've been already working a lot with letting go of the past and future as we let go of the thoughts. We've been doing that since day one. Very often the thoughts that are capturing us, the storylines, the movies, are about reliving the past in various ways and about imagining futures and planning futures. And so rather than, you know, spending a lot of our mental energy doing that, we've been already doing a lot of letting go of the past and letting go of the, pre- of the, the future so far. Letting go of the past for me is letting go of holding on to um, various unproductive suffering-causing ideas about the past. I um, use a practice of forgiveness quite a lot in my personal practice, which it has, it's, to me, it is just a way of talking about letting go of the past. Letting go of holding on to resentment and anger about the past, whether there were things done to me from my perception or whether I had done things myself and I'm regretting, I'm regretting actions I took or forgiving myself, forgiving others. This is a form of letting go and it really doesn't mean, to, in my mind, it doesn't mean giving those actions, which may very well have been harm-causing, giving them a pass or approving of them saying they're okay, it's merely in this moment right now, this present time experience, recognizing that holding on to obsessing about them, being continuing to be angry and reliving them, um, holding on to all of the resentments, ill will, aversion we have, regrets, self-flagellation, self-judgment, judgment judgment of others that we're carrying around like this big weight. 
in this moment, in, in this, this present time, saying, I'm going to let go of that because we see the suffering of it. And so it's compassion that lets go. It's compassion that forgives. So it's really, to me, forgiveness of letting go of the past, this form of letting go of the past, is a compassion practice. So we might do a little bit of that in the guided practice today. We're going to experiment around with forgiveness. Letting go of the future. This is all about the defilement of craving. Craving for sense pleasure in the future. Looking forward to that, planning around getting some. Craving for future existences, future selves. You know, how I want to be in the future, what I want my life to be in the future. Now, it isn't that some, of course, some of that imagining and aspiration and planning, we need to. <laughs> we need to do some planning in life. Like, I have to get to an airport later today. I'm going to have to plan a little bit to get there. So it's, it's, um, so it's not that, that it's an, a not, you know, there's something wrong with planning or thinking about the future. It's, it's when we are, it's always when we are clinging to those imaginary futures. Because let's face it, no matter how we imagine the future to be in our mind, all of the gazillions of conditions that will actually happen to us between now and then are going to change things. And so if we want to remain flexible to be able to respond to those changing conditions moment by moment, then the less we hold on to grip, grasp these imagined futures, the better holding our aspirations lightly so that we can be more responsive in the here and now. Keep it glancing, keeping glancing up at our goals rather than why is it now like then, like how I want it to be? Why, why, why? Constantly judging and comparing ourselves against these imaginary ideals, which let, you know, they're just thoughts. They're not real. They're just thoughts passing in the mind. We don't need to hold on to them so hard. So when we are, you know, literally when we are lost in the past or the future, that's just mental activity. What's happening right now is remembering or planning or fantasizing about thinking about the future. What's happening right now is thinking. So we can let go of the past and future just very simply, like just a thought. Just a thought. Which ones are useful? (laughs) Which ones are helpful? Like that. And so then we come back from that and we do what we've, uh, some of the instructions we've offered today about working with these cravings that are pushing us into the future. How we want our life to be. What we want things to be like. When we're doing that, we're we're completely missing the now, right? Mm -hmm. And all of the beauty and richness that the now can offer to, 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 sort of, you know, enrich our lives and bring us happiness here and now. So we're missing all that. But when we come back, if what's happening, what we might see is this longing, longing for another future. The craving is happening in the here and now. Pulling our attention back from the object of craving. How we are projecting what we want into some future scenario and obsessing over it. 
pull it back from the object, whether the object is a big hunk of chocolate cake <laughs> or it's... <laughs> yeah, right? There hasn't been much chocolate here this week. I don't know. We have a lot of chocolate at the airport. And I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> or, you know, if it's, if it's my Academy Award, right? Or my house or my future relationship or maybe that, that guy that I'm dating right now is going to be the one. And we're already married in my mind. So, <clears throat> pulling it back. Pulling the attention back from the object. Sinking it down into the body, into the here and now. What's happening in the here and now. Down in the body, f- in, sensing into this wanting, this longing. What is being wanted? I'm craving a chocolate cake. What I really want is love. <laughs> I, what I really want is comfort. What I really want is pleasure. Maybe it's pleasure. What do I really want? And then when we see what's really being wanted and needed down in here, we can see what we can do to meet that need wholesomely. In the here and now even. If I feel like I want comfort, can I find comfort and safety in this just being with nature, listening to the river. Cultivating metta, looking for the good and taking it in right here and now. If I want pleasure, I could do that for myself without having to eat a 500-calorie chocolate bar or wish that I could get one, you know, in a place where there aren't any. You know, like that. Letting go of the future, letting go of craving, to find, to not, not pushing away craving, finding out what is really wanted so that we can meet that need. Until you meet the need, the engine will keep going. Take my craving class. <laughs> more about this I'm looking at Scott because he just recently took a craving class with me. Okay, letting go of the present. In a way, this one's the hardest. It's the hardest to to wrap our mind around because it means, you know, someone the other day has seen, someone the other day saw. It's like as soon as I label it, it's over. It just keeps moving. It just keeps moving faster than we can keep track of. And so what we might see is this mind that wants to hold on to, fix, get a clear picture this is, you know, I found this is, it can, when we're actually practicing mindfulness moment by moment, like, wait, I didn't see that moment yet. Wait, wait, wait. You know, there's like this, am I being mindful? Because it's all just passing. I want to I wanna fix a moment so I can really get a clear, you know, like holding on, trying to hold on to the present somehow. There's no holding on. Surrender. It's also about whether we're resisting the present. Like there's a bracing against the constant churning of the now. Do we see that in our mind? This sort of I, I've seen that in my, my tension in my eyes, sensing into, mindfully aware of the tension in my eyes, realizing it's this 
need this this old habit to be looking ahead down the road. What's coming? What's coming? And that's how this present is coming through me, this tension. Like, is it going to be okay? What's coming? Oh, bracing against the present. So that's part of letting go of the present. Whatever you see in the present, let it move, let it move, let it flow. Surrender to the conditions that have already kicked up. See them clearly and respond wisely. Sometimes no response is needed. They can just flow. I think go with the present. It's really big. <laughs> really big. So part of, for me, part of letting go of the present is forgiving myself for the present that has arisen. It's like this, okay, as Dave said a number of times this week, can I be okay with this? Can I be friendly with this? Allow it, non-resistance. Surrender the fight. I like to use this phrase, and I sometimes ask, tell myself this when I sit, the beginning of my sit, Okay, I'm just going to set aside my arguments with life for this half hour and just let it be. And also, I think letting go of the present is about being with the pleasantness of the, if the pleasant, if the present is pleasant, to allow ourselves to enjoy it and appreciate it without holding on, without needing it to stay around like and then those and holding on to those thoughts they're like now I got it this is it this is it right here those are the fixating thoughts this present full of bliss full of allowance and peace and metta and my my heart filled with love for the world and I'm even included in that love wow this is it let's do this and then as soon as the mind starts thinking I'm such a good meditator. I found it. It's over. It's over. The next moment is grasping. So then we have to keep letting go. We have to keep letting go. And it's sort of, I'm smiling because we can look at our minds doing this in a friendly way. It's like that's that's how it's going to do it. It's going to do. It's going to do that. The instruction is let go of the present, and then what we do, what we see is we find ourselves holding on. That's how it works. Good practice when you see how you're holding on. <clears throat> so an example of a perspective that helps, helps us to let go of the present, which I'll do in the guided meditation, is... Um, to just let experience be experienced, to perceive it just as it is, sound as sound, versus sound as the sound I would prefer to hear, the sound that I like or don't like, filtered through my, in my personal preference. How is your experience different when you hear just the sound as sound, paper rattling, 
versus sound as why is that person turning the pages of a magazine while I'm trying to meditate down here? How is the experience different when there's this no filter, bare attention filter? It's just sound coming and going versus that's not the right sound for my preferred experience of life. You know what I'm saying? We can see this. We can start to see this and recognize how we're causing ourselves stress and suffering with these filters. So we can practice letting go of our wrong views of the present and just experience phenomena as phenomena. Bear attention. Sounds coming and going. Body sensations coming and going. Thoughts coming and going like clouds. Weather. Emotions like weather. That sort of perspective. Okay, so I'll have that to offer as information. And now we'll practice together for a few minutes. So you can stand up, shake it out. (coughs) Shake it all about. Do the hokey pokey. Okay, so beginning and ending with the bell. Closing your eyes. Hear this bell all the way through. Hear the bell come to an end. As the sound of the bell disappears, letting other sounds appear in the field of awareness. Relaxing your face, eyes, jaw, shoulders, belly, hearing sound. Let them come to you. Noticing the close sounds in the faraway sounds, sounds coming in from far.
Is it possible to switch into this perspective of letting sound be sound, just hearing sound as phenomena? Just sound. Noticing the endings of sounds as they come and go, change. Rather than locking on to one sound, is it possible to hear the sounds, all the different sounds of the soundscape, like music, like different instruments in this music of the soundscape? There may be particular sounds that cause the mind to respond, start to think about them. So can you just also hold that in the same awareness that is knowing sound and then the mind responding to sound? Just seeing. Hmm. That person is restless, seeing that thought, letting it go, letting it pass, just like the sounds.
And there's usually not much we can do about sound, so we can practice letting go of sound. Letting it be, coming, going, changing. There's no need to hold on to the sounds. And there's no need to hold on to the thoughts. And just phenomena rolling on and maybe already your body has appeared in this field of awareness body sensations. Different sensations coming from different places, having different qualities, just noticing, just like sound. Sensations as empty phenomena And then the mind having his thoughts about the sensations, its likes and dislikes. No need to hold on to the sensations. No need to hold on to the thoughts. A big field of awareness that has room for all of these phenomena coming and going. 
letting go of the thoughts that I want to change, improve, repair, fix, adjust. Just thoughts coming and going. Let anything that needs to be attended to take care of itself. You don't need to do it. different sensations being known, arising, passing away. And different thoughts being known, moving, arising, changing like clouds in the big sky of awareness. So much space all around. Space filled with knowing and kindness, friendliness. Letting go of your eyes jaw, face, 
throat. emotions, body, sensation, feelings in the mind, thoughts, and the stories, and the narratives about past, about future, gathering like weather, and dissipating again. all happening in the big sky of awareness. And I'm going to end for the last few minutes of our sit with some words of forgiveness. The offerings that I give myself to let go of the past and let go of the present. Just hear with awareness these words and see if any resonate for you. These words come from this big, spacious, kind, and compassionate awareness. They come from the sky and earth. That can hold all of our pain and let it go. for all the ways that I've hurt myself. I forgive myself. For all the ways that I have hurt or harmed myself in thought, in speech, or action, I offer my forgiveness. I forgive myself.
I forgive myself for whatever conditions are kicking up now. I forgive myself for the harm I caused in the past, whether from ignorance or compulsion of habit, I forgive myself. And if it's not possible to find forgiveness right now, then I leave open the possibility of forgiveness in the future. May I forgive myself. May I leave open the possibility of forgiveness. for the harm I've caused myself and others in thought, speech, or action, I forgive myself. Saying words like this and seeing how the mind-body systems respond, how the heart responds. All in this big space of awareness. I forgive myself. If there is resistance, seeing that in awareness, no need to believe it, I forgive this. I allow this. I forgive myself for whatever's happening right now. Letting go of the past. Letting go of the future. Letting go of holding on to the changing, ever-changing present and allowing it to flow. It's not me, it's not mine, it's not my fault. Let it flow. 
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.